Well, hello, hello, everyone. <clears throat> I'm outside today, so I am just, I'm supposed to be working, and I've just been having a really hard time this weekend enjoying myself a little too much. Um, being outside in this beautiful weather, it's supposed to rain today. It doesn't really look like it's going to rain. It's got some, there's some clouds in the sky, but it's just gorgeous. The temperature's beautiful. It's been cloudy, which I love. It's my favorite. I love, 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 love cloudy days. And I love twilight, and I love dreary days, and I love rain. But this is just awesome. I mean, it's just an amazing day. Um, so I couldn't resist staying home and tending to some plants. And I'm growing some pumpkins this year. So I started a pumpkin patch for the little ones. And it's been really cool, so I've been tending to them and decided to just, you know, be lazy in the way of not working today and staying home. Um, and I thought I would put out a podcast today. I just, I've been very tired lately. I, um, you guys don't know a lot of personal stuff about me. And because I have a couple psychic readings... I wanted to share with you. Um, I'll get into a little bit of that, but the the thing I'm I was there's a, a man that I want to I'm trying to contact to get on the show that had a near death encounter and what he came back to say is just incredible. And he talked he he came back with um, abilities and he talks to God regularly he sees him he feels him he hears him and a lot of people out there don't believe that that's a good thing they they don't believe that psychic abilities are something that's of god and because i actually have had encounters with of my own um where i've had things where i could hear something talk to me and tell me something and then it happens or I get feelings or dreams or visions or whatever. It's happened a lot throughout my life and I have that ability. So I know that I'm not, you know, of the devil and I'm not satanic and I know that it's something that, you know, I believe that m most, if not all of us have it but we don't know how to get in touch with it. We don't know how to, you know, tune into that frequency or vibration, they call it. And the Bible is just, you know, many accounts where there were dreams and visions and people had encounters with God. Jesus brought people back from the dead. You know, he healed people. And people will open up their hearts and they'll believe that yet they won't believe that it still is happening. They won't believe that there's still people in the world functioning today that are having, you know, gifts that are given to them or seeing visions or having dreams or having the ability to have, you know, to see the future or have dreams and things like that. And they just, they really, everybody rushes so quickly to, to label everything as witchcraft or, you know, we're not supposed to consult with mediums and 
such and and I don't know how I feel about that I I believe the Bible I I, I, I just I guess the thing with me is that I do believe the Bible is God's word. I do believe it's inspired by God. But I also feel that very sinful, very human men wrote the Bible. So there's some instances when I'm reading something that I just don't feel it's God. And I feel it's more of a of a male-driven agenda in some instances, especially there's a lot of oppression of women in the Bible and being a woman that's had to be a mother and a father to my children a lot. And, um, I've lived with a man for 26 years now. I've been with Matt and he has had addictions, um, been very, you know, sneaky and dishonest and, um, secretive and, um, a lot of alcoholism, drug abuse has, has happened just a lot of things throughout my relationship with him. And I found that I look around and I see many, many, many women dealing with the same thing. And so for me to to sit down and read parts of the Bible where it says that women are supposed to obey men and they're supposed to be their masters and they're supposed to run the household. And all I can say to that is if that were the case in my life and that were the case in my daughter's life and two of my daughter-in-law's life and many, many, many other women that I know, that are really good women, that are strong women, that are dependable and responsible and loving and hardworking women and loyal women, um, the households would be a mess. I don't know if that's God. I'm not convinced of that. I believe that God created us as, as partners and we have our roles and I don't believe anybody's supposed to be the, you know, ultimate ruler of the household. I, I think it's supposed to be more along the lines of a partnership. So there's just some things in there. And I hate to say that because I know a lot of people would say, you know, well, you're wrong. You know, this is, who are you to, to discount God's word or this is in the Bible? It's a feeling. It's it's what my soul my heart tells me, my mind, when I read it, it doesn't feel right to me. And I always go, there's a, a core feeling I get in the center of me when it's, I, I, I guess it would be discernment. And so when I read that, it, 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 it feels more human male agenda-ish to me than it does God. And that's not, you know, saying that the Bible is not inspired by God. It's not a good book. I'm not saying that. I do believe that it's a guideline for us that was inspired by God, but I'm not, um, there's just parts of the Bible that I, I just have feelings that it's not quite a hundred percent right on target for what God planned. 
but that's just me. You know, I could be wrong and I'm the first to admit it. Um, so I, I don't like to share personal things about my life. I hate to do that because sometimes people can look at you differently. They can, you know, it, it just opens up a different realm of how they view you and they see you going through struggles or, uh, things through life that just, um, it isn't very good and it, and it, it, and it, and I think people want so desperately to have role models where they hold on to people that are really good, decent people. They're looking and, and searching for that all the time. And so then when you hear when people have struggles, just like you do, sometimes it's disappointing. You know, you just, you wish there were people out there. I think that you could really admire that have a really wonderful life and everything goes good for them. And it's, it's almost like a ray of hope that that's possible, but it just isn't, it isn't the way life works. Unfortunately, um, I was a very, uh, rebellious person when I was young. I just did things that, you know, weren't, I just wasn't really following God's path. I mean, I just didn't care. I guess, you know, destructive, not really self-destructive, just didn't really, you know, I'm like, I, I used to bartend and, you know, drinking some and thing. I never was a heavy drinker. I never did drugs, really. I tried marijuana. I never, um, I, I actually found I was severely allergic to marijuana. So I always kind of laughed because I always felt that God had kept me from doing things that I, that were wrong that other people were able to do. And it used to upset me because I thought, well, man, I just wish I could party and I could do things without having all these horrible reactions, but I couldn't, um, I, I, I didn't, I never smoked really. I've tried cigarettes, you know, I've tried marijuana, which almost killed me. <laughs> um, other than that, I just, I was never a drug user, but I was wild, you know, I was reckless and, you know, wild. I, I grew up in a half, my family was more on the poor side and the other half of my family was really, really wealthy and prestigious and, you know, po politicians and stuff like that. Um, and so I grew up with this feeling, I grew up with the, the ones that were on the wealthy side the most. I lived with my grandparents, they raised me, and, um, I, I think we felt that we could get away with anything, we could do anything we wanted, and we could get away with it, and nobody could touch us because, you know, he, or my grandfather would get us out of anything because of his connections. And I think with that mindset, we saw it. It was something that we noticed growing up. You know, we, you would, you would observe things. And so it would, it would just, you know, alter the way you viewed life. So we were reckless and wild. A lot of us were in our family. A lot of the kids were, um, and so I had kids, um, when I was in, just getting out of high school, I started to have children to my high school love, um, two boys that I absolutely just gave up everything for. I just, my kids are my world. I mean, you couldn't pick a mother that loved you more than I love my kids and my grandkids to the point of just, I don't know, it, it's, I would just do anything for them. I love them so much. I felt that they were the reason 
I was here. It was to take care of them. And so I had them young, my, my oldest two, and the two got into, they were like best friends. They were only 13 months apart and they got into drug addiction and they got into partying which led into alcohol, like drinking a lot and doing drugs, like the social party type drugs. And in the past several years, um, it's really gotten a hold of them both. And these two have the most wonderful, supportive, loyal, beautiful mates that you could imagine. They're, they're fiancés. They're not married yet. They they keep planning it, but the addiction's getting in the way. They do have children to them. They have uh, uh, beautiful children. The one actually is a model in New York City. She's young. She she models in Target and all kinds of Gap, and they had billboards of her. I mean, these kids are just gorgeous. My two boys used to model, and but they somewhere along the line the the party the 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 you know, social drinking and social drugs that people do turned into full-blown addiction. And my, my husband, Matt, he's in the same boat. He was somebody, when I met him, I did not know he did drugs. I did not know he had a drinking issue. He was really young, and I don't think then he did have an issue. I think it's developed as he's gotten older. And we grew apart. We just, um, you know, I, he's always had a lot of narcissism, selfish tendencies. I think he really tried for as much as he could try. But there's a lot of damage there. And I find that we all have damage from our parents. But you have to remember that usually that damage comes from their parents which comes from their parents, and on and on and on. And I think that we have a lot of damaged people raising more damaged people. Because we're, you know, even I found in my case, I got better. I was a much better parent than my biological mother or father was. And even my grandparents, I mean, I was much more dedicated to my children than was ever shown to me. I had a lot of um, feeling alone and stuff like that growing up. It was very hard when I'd gotten pregnant with my first. I, they, everybody basically had abandoned me. So it was pretty rough. But I got through it and I kept them and I worked and I just, you know, gave them a beautiful life. They had grew up in a beautiful home and they had a pool and four wheelers and I bought them their first cars and I mean, everything. All the love you could ever imagine. I mean, they're my best friends. And they still are. And they've got, both of my sons have beautiful lives. They have good jobs. They have beautiful homes. They've got beautiful mates. They've got beautiful children. They have everything anybody could ever ask for. But somehow they got landed with really bad addiction issue. Um, my one is basically addicted to everything you could imagine. I mean, not heroin and stuff like that, but he's... It's alcohol, drugs, pills, you know, you name it. Uh, the other one is mainly, he's very addicted to cocaine. And these are some beautiful, beautiful, talented, sweet young men. They're not young, they're in their, going into their later 30s. 
but they're really fighting a battle, and I have been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying for them. I've sent out prayer requests to, to pastors and friends and my family, and in fact, the other night, my daughter-in-law had called me, and she just needed to, they had come up, we have a garage outside, it's way out off the property, it's on the property, but it's out there, and uh, they hang out there. They all seem to congregate out there like a man cave type situation. And so I have my two sons and my husband, and I've got my son-in-law, who's my daughter's uh, fiancé, who is also an addict. So they've become quite close, and they, I guess in a sense, validate each other, and they make it acceptable to each other, and it's just not... So myself and my daughter-in-laws, my two daughter-in-laws, which are wonderful, wonderful girls, I just, women, I should say, I just adore them. And my daughter, who's a beautiful girl, is, uh, we're all going through a lot together right now. And I'm thankful that we have each other as a support system, but it's, we're in a very hard situation, all of us are. Um, there's no physical abuse or anything like that. It's just, you know, just them spending money that isn't there to spend, you know, uh, going through jobs sometimes. There's been a couple. Um, just, I guess the biggest thing with us is just the absolute fear that we're going to lose them, one of them, some of them, all of them the destruction that they're doing to their bodies and to the, to our relationships with them. And it's, uh, it's been very, very complicated. And along the lines of that, I have autoimmune diseases that developed and I do believe it came from stress. And I do think that the allergy situation that I have, I got landed with almost like a mast cell disease. And that's when you're body attacks your mast cells, which cause anaphylactic reactions and hives and stuff like that. I have become very ill and I do believe that the stress over all these years I've been with Matt, which has been a lot, has caused it. There has been a phenomenal amount of stress because with Matt and myself, not only does he, uh, do all the stuff he does, but he, he shuts me out. So there's really, it's like two ships passing in the night. We're in the same home, but he doesn't even talk. He's very moody and he shuts everybody away. And every now and then he will. There's times when we'll start to get a little closer and he's been on the podcast and we, we have a lot of, uh, chemistry with each other when we're getting along there's a lot of, uh, it just, it, you know, it, there would, there would have been so much potential and there w it could have been a really wonderful, beautiful relationship, but it, he just didn't really know how. And I can't believe I've stayed this long. I've stayed for so long and we've raised kids together and now we have grandchildren and I'm at the point now I'm ready to say goodbye to this. And move past it. I, I just can't really do it anymore. I don't want this for myself. And I'm praying my daughter-in-laws and my daughter don't get to that level. I'm praying that 
their relationships somehow mend and things get better for them. But I don't know. You know, it didn't for me. And in fact, it got a lot worse. Uh, he got to a point where he started keeping all of his money when he worked and, you know, blaming me for everything. And it just, it's an interesting thing. He has um, a very, very strong dose of narcissism. And that is actually, it's almost like a mental disorder, I think. it's There's a lot of things written about narcissism. There's a lot of podcasts about it. There's a lot of psychiatrists say if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you need to just run because you can't make them understand that they're at fault. It's always everybody else's fault and they never take accountability for their actions. I mean, he had made a statement to me one time. This kind of sums up the whole idea of the narcissism in him where he said, why should I change, meaning him, when, why should I stop doing drugs and drinking when it makes me happy? It's what I want to do. Why should I change to make other people happy? And I was just like, wow. And I walked away thinking about that. And I was like, he has a point. It is his life. But... The thing is, I also have a choice and I have to live to make, you know, find peace and try to have as good of a life as I can. So the problem with the alcoholism and drug addiction and stuff like that is the people that love you, you're taking their choice away from them for happiness and peace and contentment and a good family life and all that stuff. And it's not fair. So... In reality, if you want to do drugs and you want to drink, that's your choice. It's your body. It's your walk with, you know, your life and God and all that stuff. But don't try to be in a relationship with somebody else and don't have children and, you know, let them go. Set them free so that they can move on and try to find happiness if you're not going to get help, if you have no intention of trying to get into rehab or trying to find help, counseling, whatever it takes, you know, I don't know what people, some people work out or they focus, they refocus their attention on other things. So through all this, um, my health started declining and I really wanted to get answers and I kept praying and I really wasn't, I, I just am not getting the healing I need from God and I'm finding myself wondering why because I'm so dedicated to him. And maybe it's just not time, you know. Maybe it's not what he wants right now. I don't know. But and I started thinking, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one to play with tarot cards. I don't do Ouija boards. I don't ghost hunt. I don't do any of that stuff. But I do recognize that I've had some psychic abilities. And I know that the psychics that I have run across feel that they're very close to God as well and they feel that it comes from God. I'm not saying you should be out predicting people's futures every day. I don't think that's what God wanted for us because we do need to focus more on him, but I found I found myself desperate for answers. And so I I consulted with I found these two psychics, one of which is coming on my show. His name is Phil Jordan. 
He spent 30 years of his life. He was a police officer, a captain, a sheriff. Uh, he's a pastor, and he spent years, decades, opening up cold cases for police officers where they had absolutely zero to go on. They had no witness, no suspect, nothing. And he opened cases wide open for them where they caught the person that did it, this guy is impressive. And what drew me to him was that he loves the Lord a lot. And so I, I contacted him and I had a reading with him. What amazed me about the reading was that he knew that my left eye has a cataract. He didn't say cataract, but I started with a cataract in my left eye and I'm starting with one. And he said that my left eye would need some lens repair. And that day we couldn't find my son, Cody. And I said, we didn't know if he was okay. We were, we were just, I, w I called him at that day because of my health and because I wanted to find my son. I was worried that we couldn't find him. And we knew he was on a binge. And so Phil told me where he was, uh, who he was with. And so the guy, the name of the guy that he told me he was with one of the guys, um, the name that he gave me is actually the guy's middle name. And he told me he was around Maple Street and he was right around the corner from it. I mean, there are hundreds of street names and that's what he saw and that's where we found him. And I couldn't, I mean, it was just amazing. I do believe that this comes I, I, I can't say that all of it comes from the Lord. I mean, I'm sure there are practicing witches that have these abilities. I think most people have these abilities. But I do feel there are people that it does come from the Lord. I know myself. I know I walk really closely with the Lord. And I know when I get stuff, it's always on my right side. And... There's been a few times now that I had listened to some people that were, that had abilities and they said that they always hear God in their right side. And that just validated it so much to me because I was like, that is just amazing because I always hear it there too. Almost always. There's been one or two times it was my left side, but I didn't feel that was God. And, uh, so this, this other guy that I had run into last night, I had, I'm going to try to get him on the show. He's, he's a doctor who had a near death encounter and he came back with all kinds of abilities and he walks very closely with the Lord. He hears him. And he said last night when I was listening to him that he always hears God or knows God is on his right or Jesus is on his right side. And I just shook my head and just looked up to the Lord and I was like, wow, like this is so amazing. Like how you, it's like a journey. Like you're on this journey of finding the truth. And I know that our government has robbed us of so much information. We don't know what has been taken away from us. We don't even know what could have been rewarded in the Bible. We don't know what books have been taken out for real. We don't know why. Because they've found they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. We don't know. We do, we've been told by God in the Bible that 
we, that our world is run by Lucifer. Well, that means our governments are run by Lucifer. That means our government is Lucifer. All the world's governments are run by Lucifer. And all of his members of his tribe, or whatever you want to call it. So there's a lot that has been taken from us. A lot. And that goes into all the cover-ups with the cryptids, with the, you know, ETs, aliens, all of it. All of it. You know, everything that's going on. There's just not a lot of good in it. And there could, there, there won't be. I mean, the Bible is being just cracked wide open right now. We are just walking in times where it's right in front of our eyes. It's all being laid out. So it's, it's so hard to, you can't discount it anymore. I mean, you really have to open up your heart and your eyes and see that there's some serious stuff going on and, and God did warn us and it's being laid out in front of us. So I, I, uh, I checked, you know, I, I had this reading with Phil and it was amazing to me, some of the things he said. And I, I asked him about each one of my kids and he told me some things and I, it was just a really interesting reading. So I'm going to let you hear it. And then there's another one, a woman named Kathy. Now I don't, I didn't get as much from her. She did say something about my sister and, and this was something I found interesting because I, Kathy Roller is her name. She has some impressive readings and she had told me that my sister who was sorry about the, the, uh, motorcycle. I'm outside enjoying the beautiful day while I'm doing this podcast. So you're going to get some nature sounds and some activity in the neighborhood. Um, Kathy told me that my sister was around me all the time. My sister was my best friend in, in life up until a certain point where she became an addict as well. And it changed her and it eventually it took her life. And two days before Jackie died, I felt something was wrong. And I told my dad, and I've talked about this on the podcast before I told my dad, I called him, messaged him. I have it. I actually have proof of it. I said, you know, dad, there's something wrong with the girls. And I said, girls, because my sisters were also 13 months, 14 months apart. They were raised like twins. So we always called them the girls, just like I call my two older sons, the boys. And, but I also have two daughters that are only four years apart. And dad said to me, he said, which girls, your girls or my girls? And I said, your girls. I said, Jackie and Laura. And he said, well, why don't you call them? And I was like, well, you know, I hadn't talked to Jackie in a long time because of her addiction. She got really nasty and I just didn't, didn't want to talk to her anymore. Very much. She really, it just altered her whole personality. We prayed for Jackie, but she was really out there. It, it got bizarre. And it got very uncomfortable and you just, you know, you knew that when you were kind of in her like eyesight or, you know, range of sight or whatever you want to call it, she would do something to kind of, you know, vindictive towards you. So you just, just kind of stayed away from the whole scene. And 
So uh, I said, it was your girls. I said, Jackie and Laura. And he said, why don't you call them? And I said, well, I'll call Laura. I'll get a hold of Laura. And so I said, why don't you call Jackie? And I don't know if he ever did. And the next day, I felt my stomach was quivering and I felt something was wrong and I felt it was Jackie. And so that night I went to bed and I said to myself, I'm going to find her number in the morning and I'm going to call her because, you know, I just want to tell her I love her. And I went to bed that night and I woke up the next day and my phone was blowing up to family members messaging me, telling me how sorry they were and that Jackie had died the day before, night before. And I was just like, wow. So this is the stuff I'm talking about. This, this isn't satanic. It doesn't come from the devil. This was my sister leaving and I felt it and something told me she was leaving. That's an ability that comes from the Lord that we all have. Whether we know it or not, or whether we are open to it or not, or whether we are, you know, you know, just aware of the ability, we have it. It's there. And some are stronger. Some people have near-death encounters. I did. I had one where I almost died or did die, and I came back. It was all I saw was black, but um, I had started having all kinds of like predictions of death and all these feelings. And that's kind of when everything started really strong, but I always had abilities even when I was little. Uh, so Kathy was talking about Jackie and she said that she's with me all the time, that she was a really felt she wasn't a good sister in life. And she wasn't, she had done really some really bad things to me. Like one time she told a police officer that she was me, got a ticket, ended up with a warrant out for my arrest because she never showed up for court because she was driving on a suspended license and things because we looked so much alike. And it was just like, wow, like, I can't believe you did this to me, you know? So it was really crazy, but I mean, I got it sorted out, but it wasn't cool. And, um, so, uh, she said she was around me and she does things like she, she like hits me or does things to get my attention to let me know she's there. And I was, you know, part of me felt like, well, I don't want her around me. Like I really, you know, not to be unforgiving, but I just, I'm, I guess I'm the kind of person that it isn't like I don't forgive. It's that when I recognize that somebody is hurtful towards me, I just don't want to deal with them. I, I, it's, it isn't that I don't love them. It isn't that I don't pray for them. It isn't that I don't forgive them. I just choose not to have them in my life. I don't want it. I don't want it around me. I don't want people that are going to hurt me and I'm not going to continuously, you know, keep allowing myself to open up to somebody that's going to harm me or my kids. I'm just not going to do it. So I, I guess I kind of felt that way with Jackie. I just was like, even in, you know, the afterlife, I was like, just leave me alone. I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I don't feel like I really had much family that ever really truly loved me or cared about me. And so I tend to push people away, I guess. Like, I, I'm very comfortable being alone. Um, I adore my children and grandchildren. And I love being around them when they need me. But I love a lot of alone time. And I'm okay alone. I, I feel very contented. You know, I love to watch the birds and feed the animals outside. And, you know, just kind of sit and talk to God and, you know, have my inner thoughts. And I've just always been, you know, that way. I'm a very extroverted when I have to be. I'm very, 
you know, happy and, you know, I'm really good with people, but I have a lot of time that I need by myself and I enjoy that. And so, you know, it's not, it's not unlike me to push people away. Um, and so when I heard Jackie was around me, I was like, I, I just want her to move on and be happy, you know, go be free and move on. You don't, I don't need her around me. And, uh, so it, it brought me to the day when I was playing the piano and I was sitting there and I played the piano and I turned around and a drink, a cup slid across my table. I didn't know if it was condensation, but I put it back a couple times to see, to try to slide it around and it didn't do it. And drinks typically don't do that to me. So I just kind of chuckled and I didn't know who it was. And when I, when Kathy had told me that, you know, she was around me, I, uh, I was, I felt that that might've been Jackie that day. Even when it happened, I felt it might've been Jackie. And then here's the real kicker. The other night I was laying in bed and I plant seeds. I, I talked about this on my last podcast. I am an absolute nut when it comes to planting seeds. If I get a bag of cherries, I will break open every single cherry seed and I will plant the seed inside. I plant apple seeds, avocados. I've got like five mango trees growing right now, which is really cool. Mango trees are beautiful. When they first start to grow, they look like a Christmas plant. They have like deep burgundy red in them and green. They're beautiful. And then they grow out of their color. They turn green. Now, I don't know when they get bigger, if they get any color back, but boy, are they beautiful when they're young. Um, but they're really neat to grow. And they're very, they go for a lot of money when you want to sell them. Uh, so, but I plant everything like I can because I keep thinking about the world. Like, what if something does crash? What if something does happen? You know, maybe I should start growing some things just in case. And why not do it? Why not just go out in the forest somewhere or along, you know, anywhere you are and just start planting fruit trees and stuff everywhere? Why not do it? I mean, if nothing else, it's good for the animals. So I was like, I'm going to start planting seeds, you know, anywhere I can. So I have them at my house. I'm, I'm growing pumpkin patches and I mean, everything you can imagine, lemon trees, and I've got all kinds of stuff. It's really neat. And it doesn't, you don't, you don't really notice it, but it's just like, I've got plants all over, you know, just like plants everywhere that are just growing and it's just so cool. And so I had done, you know, some stuff in the house and this was like days earlier, I was planting cherries and all this stuff. And I sat in my bedroom and I was laying in bed watching um, something on TV like on YouTube, I'm always watching YouTube. I don't really ever watch movies unless it's kids' movies when the kids are here. And then I'm always watching cartoon movies, which is hilarious because I love cartoon movies. and um, Or animated, whatever. And uh, I'm, I'm laying in bed, and all of a sudden I feel something hit my foot. <laughs> and I look down, and it's a cherry seed. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like this thing was thrown. Sorry, that's my phone. I forgot to turn off my ringer. I'm sorry, guys. I sat down and I was enjoying the day so much I forgot to turn off the ringer. And my phone tends to blow up a lot, so bear with me. So I sat there on the bed, laid there, and I feel this cherry seed hit me pretty hard. 
So you knew, like, you knew it didn't just drop out of nowhere. I mean, this thing was like pinged off of my foot. And I look down and I'm like, what hit me? And I look down and I find this cherry seed. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I, the first thought I had was Jackie. I was like, it's my sister. It's like I just knew it was her. So it was pretty crazy. But I wanted to share that with you. I thought that was really cool. Like just knowing, like you, you, you know you got hit with something that you didn't, you know, it didn't just drop out of thin air and it didn't like fall out of your pant or something. Like I was laying there and this thing like was like something through it, you know. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So that was pretty neat, pretty wild. And then last night I was sitting there with Tristan. We were sitting there having dinner and we were talking. And I looked, there's a window in back of him when we were talking in the kitchen. And we were watching something together. And I saw this face come over. It was like they were standing to the side of the window and they shifted their head over and they looked in and watched and they were watching us. And it just, it like kind of like moved its head over into the window and part of its body. And then it moved back and I was watching it and I was like in disbelief and Tristan noticed my face and he was like, what's wrong? And I said, I just saw something in the window move over and, and like look in at us. And then it's, it just looked for, you know, like several seconds and then it just moved back and he was like, really? And I said, yeah, it's it pretty wild, but this stuff, you know, there's a lot that happens and, uh, sometimes i I think I forget to tell all the stuff that I, I deal with, but it's, um, it's some pretty crazy stuff. So I'm having problems with my leg right now. I'm having all this pain in my leg and I don't know what it is. It has like this burning sensation to it. It could even be a blood clot. I'm not sure, but I'm going to ask you guys to pray for me, really pray for my leg and make sure it's, you know, I get some healing and I'm going to ask you to please, please, please pray for my family. Pray for, especially, I have to say, Cody and Andrew, my sons. Please pray for them, for their deliverance and their salvation. I know they love the Lord, but with what they're dealing with, I'm not sure how lost they are right now, how far away from him they are. So please pray for their deliverance from the addictions and their salvation. And also pray for Matt and for Jordan. Jordan is my son-in-law. Matt is my my mate of 26 years. And they're both suffering from the same things. And our family in general, if you would do that for me, I'd appreciate it. It, it took a lot for me to get on here and talk about my personal life. It, it feels odd to share all this, but I I needed to reach out and kind of let you know who I am. I guess to some degree in what's going on in my personal life. Um, I guess it was time. So please pray. Pray for my health. Also, Tristan, uh, my youngest son, he has a cough. that His asthma has been really kicking in, and I'm, I'm asking for prayer for him as well. So just pray for my family. And I am going to let you guys hear these two psychic readings I had. Don't judge. Just listen. And, uh, it's interesting stuff. So, here we go. How are you, Tracy? I'm hanging in there. Still alive. Uh, that's good. <laughs> good. 
So, so you want a general reading or do you want to ask questions? Um, well, I'd like to ask, actually, I have a ton of questions for you, and I wanted to know if possibly I could do several, maybe, calls with you if I can't cover everything today. Yeah, except I've got a call coming right after your call, so I won't be able to do it today. That's okay. I mean, another time. I know you have, you're, yeah, you're busy today. Okay. But, um... Yeah, Louise will set it up for you. Okay, so we'll just get through whatever we can today, you know. But yeah, general okay. reading, if we can start with that, and then maybe I can fit in some questions. Okay, what's your birth month and day? Uh, May 4th. May 4th, okay. So you're a Taurus woman. Mm-hmm. Taurus women take the stubbornness of Taurus and turn it into determination. And so you will, um, you'll be a very determined person to make your life work. I think that it's good you're a Taurus because it feels like there's been some dysfunction in your early life that you've had to overcome. And I think that Taurus energy will help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, your health looks like it's going to stay positive. It does show that at some point you'll have to watch your right knee for some structural aggravation. And it also shows that um, uh, you may have to I have a change with lenses for your left eye, awakening there. Wow, okay. And other than that, I think your health is going to stay good. You seem to have a strong life vibration, so you may live to be uh, pretty elderly. Oh, um, I hope so. Probably into your late 80s, barring any unforeseen events. It does show issues with the relationship. Um, are you going through some turmoils around a relationship? Yes, very much so. 26 years worth, almost. Oh, dear. And what's the name of the person that you're having those issues with? Matthew Richard Gribben. Matthew. Okay. Yeah. And what's his birth month and day? Uh, July 8th. He's a Cancerian. Okay. Well, Cancerian man and a Taurus woman. The only way that'll really work is if you really accept the um, independence of each other and if he can overcome his uh, addictive, compulsive personality. And he will sometimes be jealous of you, but you won't be allowed to be jealous of him, but he'll do things that will sort of make you jealous. Okay. So I think that I don't see an end to that relationship wow. at all. Wow. Uh, I, I do see a distancing of the relationship, but I just don't see it ending. I really love him, but I hate him at the same time. He's very, very... Well, a line between love and hate. Yeah. He's very addicted um, to alcohol and other substances. Yeah, that's what that's what I said in the reading. That is, yeah, his addictions will lead him in very wrong direction. It's really caused a strain. He's very he's gotten very uh, selfish and narcissistic and things like that. It's gotten he's always had like a lot of issues, you know, with his mental like pushing me away, a lot of pushing me away. So yeah. Um, well, narcissism covers up an inferiority complex. Okay. And 
So that's probably what you're sort of dealing with, is that he has an inferiority complex, so he has to make himself look good in the eyes of others. But I don't understand how he feels he's doing that when he's always intoxicated. Exactly. He, well, he thinks he is, because that brings out the person that he wants the world to see, mm-hmm. or that he, he can cope with, so yeah. to speak. Okay. It's it's funny you said there's no end to it because I always feel like that. I always feel like I, I'm in a trap, like I can't get out of this. <laughs> I do. I feel like, oh, how do I get away from this? But then there's a well, part of me that loves it. I think the thing you have to do is um, sort of create your own life. Of course, he's going to be jealous and fearful that you're going to leave him. That's, that's one of his fears, but he'd never admit to it. Huh. Okay. Yeah, he actually fights me about a lot of things, trying to claim, like, that strength. And he's trying to almost take my, play, like, my role over to try to, in a sense, like, I don't know, like, to try to prove himself or what, but it's backfiring. I mean, he's really made a mess out of some things, so. And I've let him do it. I've just let him go because, you know... I feel like there's no other better lesson than letting him see for himself, you know? Exactly. So, I really love the fact that you're a Christian. I love the fact that you love the Lord. That really, I'm a very, very, very close to the Lord. And I'm also, I've had tons of psychic experiences in my life. Um, Predicting my sister's death, hearing voices tell me somebody's going to die, grew up in a haunted house, like just, I mean, it's just a whole lifelong thing of it, Uh so it's been interesting to me, you know, watching you, and it's just fascinating, so I I really like that, that you're you're also, you know, you're, you're, you're connected to God, and what people consider the dark side, which I don't, <laughs> you know, because I have it too. Like, I have an ability to feel things too, so, like, it isn't something that's dark. It's it's good. Well, most of that with those people are just plain ignorant. They don't understand it. Right, right. So... Anything they don't understand has to be evil. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel. So... But yeah. that's that's what. Do you see anything else, Phil? Is there anything else? My health is a huge concern because I've been going through really bad allergies that are like off the charts, like severe allergies to like cardboard, and um, like I have a, I've had a stabby pain in my head for three weeks. It feels like a knife is going through my head, and I have all this muscle pain, and I have just debilitating fatigue and heart palpitations and there's just all the, it's been going on for years and I don't know what to do I can't get answers I think that's mostly stress related things do you yeah I, I don't I don't feel a physiological thing other than the tension causing muscular aggravation okay so you don't see my demise or anything you don't you don't feel like I'm going to die young or younger or whatever? No, I don't see that at all. No. Okay. That's a good... You know, my left eye, I I went to my uh, eye doctor and he said, I have... What are those called? The um, When the white thing starts in your eye. Um, cataract. Yeah, he said, I have a cataract starting in my left eye. That's yeah. funny. 
So, okay, so anything else that you can see? Well, did you just have a change within your career path? I'm trying to. I, I'm actually, I don't want to bring this into this right now because I don't want to sidetrack you at all. But I, I started doing a podcast about two years ago. And it's growing and growing and growing. And it has to do, the people said they love the podcast because I actually mix God in with talking about supernatural stuff and, and you know, alien sightings, cryptid sightings, all the stuff, the government stuff. Like, I actually mix the Bible in with it and God in with it. And they said that people don't do that. They're either occultish or they're all into, you know, just the religion part of it or, you know, the Christian part of it or whatever, you know, religion people follow. And they said you, they don't usually blend them, and I do. So I did start podcasting. I have a podcast called In the Dark, um, and I write kids' books. I, I have an ice cream truck company. I'm trying to sell that, and I want to get into something else. But I don't know what yet exactly. I mean, I have ideas. So... Well, I think the change in your career will be between October and March. So maybe that's when you're going to sell your ice cream truck or something, do something. No. Oh. To get something new. I would love that. I wish I could. I feel good about your podcast. I think that that's going to continue to go good. You wouldn't be a guest on it, would you? Well, the next couple months I'm flopping this fall, I could probably do that. I would absolutely love for you to come on the podcast. Like, I just, I think it would be so important because you are, you know, close to God and you do do this. And I think people need to hear messages like that, that it's, you know, I, I just, I have this really strong feeling that I need to get you on the podcast, but I just didn't know if you'd be willing to do it. Mm -hmm. But if you, I don't care when you can, I mean, I can wait a year for you or whatever it takes. So... Well, the next couple months is busy, but after that, I think we can work something out. I can do that. Okay, that would be wonderful. Should I just, like, contact you and, like, you know, say, you yeah, know? give me a call in a couple months. Okay. The other thing, too, I want to ask you, I have five more minutes with you. I'm not letting you go yet. Um, I have a son. I have two sons that are addicts that are very addicted. One is named Cody uh, Davis. His birth date is 3-3. He is missing right now, and we can't find him. He just, I mean, it's only been 24 hours, 48 hours. Can you see anything with him? Like, where, what street he's on or anything? I feel he might be with someone with the initial J, like Jason or something of that nature. Okay. Do I you, do think he's with another person. Yeah. Another male. Okay, male name Jason. Any street name or city name or anything? I don't see a street name, but I feel like it'll be near Maple Street. Maple Do you know what town? Oh, you, you said you didn't see a town. Okay, Maple Street. Well, that's okay. We can figure it out, maybe. Okay, do you see anything with his, his like, anything going on with him? 
when I have another son that's a, an addict too, I they were raised like twins. They're best friends, and they're my oldest children. I have three other children that are great kids, but my two oldest were they got into doing substances and stuff. They're addicts too, and they're great people. I love them, but they just they have these issues with every now and then they go back and forth with doing stuff. And the other one is Andrew Scott. His birth date is five twenty three. I worry so much about both of them, especially about Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew will try twice to overcome his addiction. It won't work. The third time, I think it will work. And um, I think that he might, the third time might be because he'll create a little bit of a legal problem for himself. That's typical of him. Okay. He's, and if he does, don't get him out of it. Let him get out of it on his own. Okay. How about Cody? Cody, I think, just lives for the moment. He don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. And I think that Cody uh, thinks he's smarter than the addiction. And he's going to learn that lesson the hard way that he's not. That, and that I think that he may end up having to go into a rehab for a fairly long time. Okay. You don't see their demise or anything, though? No, that usually would come out if I saw that. But uh, Cody takes a lot of risks, I think, but I don't see his death. Okay. And then one more real quick one. Tristan Matthew, he's my son. His birth date is nine nineteen. He has some health issues I'm a little concerned about. I think he may go through some lower abdominal issues, like intestinal issues at some point. Okay. And he'll also go through some allergies that might affect the ears, nose, and throat area. Okay. Um, but I, I think he's going to be okay. Okay. Um. He's, he's going to have a hard time uh, trying to decide who he is or who he wants to be. Yeah. Um, but once he decides, he'll go for it and he'll do very well for himself. Okay, and I have two daughters too, but I don't know if we're going to have time for that today. And the reason I'm not asking about them is I feel pretty comfortable with them right now. I feel like they're doing well. So, you yeah, know. What are their names? Uh, Tressa Joel. Her birth date is 216. Uh, her health looks good. She may be about to move somehow. I feel boxes being packed. You feel what? Boxes being packed like she might be going to move or something. Okay. And I feel in her life the area of Manhattan and New York City will become relevant to her what? in a positive way. Really? Uh, I don't think she'll live there, but she'll take trips there. Okay. That, that might be career-related. Okay, and then Chandler okay. Chandler Louise is my last daughter. Chandler Louise, her birthday is 625. She's going to be an extremely independent person. She'll be around you if she wants to be, and if she doesn't, she won't be. And uh, she's going to be very honest. She'll tell things the way she sees it. So okay. I think that things will be okay with her. She'll 
educate for one career but may end up doing another. Okay. Or an extension of that education. Now that was Phil Jordan. That is the man who has worked with police for many, many, many years, decades. And um, he, it was quite impressive for me personally because of what I know about myself. Um, what did blow my mind is saying he didn't see an ending for me and Matthew. That was a little bit crazy. But, I mean, you never know. You know, it's I, I have been <laughs> looking for a place to live outside of where I'm at for over a year now and I cannot find it. And I'm starting to really feel like this is right where God wants me to be. Um, I will say the one thing I didn't like about the reading is you felt the astrology part of it. But in thinking that astrology was a basically a what they call it a gift that was brought to humans by the watchers the 200 watchers that came here and they fell and they produced the giants with human women they taught astrology to the humans it was a secret they were secrets that were divulged to the humans that were heavenly secrets that men were not supposed to know and when i say men i mean men and women both mankind was not supposed to know because God saw it as things that would be, would lead us to our destruction. And astrology was one of those things. So astrology is not a joke, it's, it's real. But I don't believe we're supposed to be looking at our astrology charts every day. I don't believe we're supposed to consult with astrologists. I, I don't see that. I think that we are to go to God for most of it. I think that in my case where at times we get a little desperate and we feel like we're not getting answers and, you know, we lead ourselves to, you know, like what I did with Phil, um, part of that was for the podcast. I wanted to share with you some experiences with that. Sorry about my phone guys. Um, but I just, I have mixed thoughts about some things. I, I really do. I, I feel like, and I talk to God a lot about this, I, I'm searching. I'm searching for truth and answers. And with having that type of an ability, it's it's a little confusing at times. You know, you don't really know where you're supposed to go with it. But I don't, you know, I do, I do not believe we are to play around with, port with things that open up portals like tarot cards and Ouija boards and things like that. I don't think that we should do that if you're really desperate and don't feel like you're getting an answer and you want to reach out to somebody that has an ability of, you know, connecting to things, I, I don't really know what to say, like what you would call that, but if they can feel, kind of put their feelers out and get, you know, feelings of things and give you some information, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's there. And sometimes people get desperate or they, they feel the need to know something. In my case that day, I felt like I was dying and I couldn't find my son. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do this because I had been watching Phil Jordan a lot with these police cases and I wanted to reach out to him and see what he had to say. And I was just 
very drawn to him because of his belief in God. It doesn't mean that we're not getting messages from other sources as well. So we have to be very careful with this stuff. I don't recommend it. I don't condone it. I, I don't really know what to think or feel. I just know it's there. And sometimes like the police reach out to the psychics when they can't find a murderer, they'll go to a psychic and they get their cases solved. That's kind of along the lines of what I'm talking about. If you get in a situation where you're really desperate and you're really not feeling like you're getting answers from God, if you, you know, go find a psychic that is somebody that follows the Lord, that loves the Lord, not often, I would not recommend doing this all the time, getting addicted to it, nothing like that. But if you really feel like if you, if there's a missing persons case, there are psychics that find children in the woods. Like this is happening is these are real gifts and abilities. So like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit torn with what to say. You know, I don't really, it's not something I would, I would choose to do on a weekly or monthly or even a yearly basis. It's something that if you really feel like you need something outside, find a good Christian person that has an ability. If, if you're really in need, that's all I can really say about that. Um, I do believe the abilities are real. I do believe in many, many cases they come from the Lord. Um, I do believe there are cases that don't. I believe that people do get messages from the demonic realm as well. So you have to be very careful and you have to use your discernment and do not play with Ouija boards or tarot cards or, you know, get astrology charts and all that stuff. Stay away from that stuff. Those are all portals in my opinion. So just be very careful how you handle this because it's not, you know, it's, it's not something to play around with. I think that 99.9% .9 of the time you should be praying and talking to the Lord and that, that was one thing I wanted to tell you guys. I, for, I forgot when I was talking about my daughter-in-law the other night. She had come up here to, when I was talking about the garage, she had come up and I had gone down to watch the kids. And I said the most incredible prayer over their house. I touched their house and, house and I prayed and I rebuked things out and I just prayed, prayed, prayed over their house. And it was, it was I felt really amazing about that. So I am in, in active prayer, and um, that's something that, you know, I spend most of my time with the Lord, with just talking to Him and praying all the time. It's, it's a lot. I mean, He's like my best friend. I'm always talking to the Lord as much as I can. So um, now I have another reading. This is Kathy Ruler. Um, she was really cool. She was the one who told me about my sister. I'll let you hear this. And... It's just, you know, like I said, this is all part of my quest to search for truth. So just, you know, keep an, keep an open enough mind and don't judge too harshly. Just, just listen and see what you get out of it. You'll know. I mean, we all know what kind of works for ourselves. I mean, what works for me may not work for you and on and on and on. So we don't all walk the same path. We're not all here for the same reasons. So there's different reasons why all you know, like this whole journey that I'm on is happening. And I do trust God and I do know he's leading me places. So like last night, this, this guy that I ran across that I want to have on the podcast, I mean, it is just, it's mind blowing. And I was like, God, and I looked up to him and I said, where are you leading me? 
with all this? Like, like, what do you want me to do? And I know I'm doing the podcast, but it's, it's interesting because my journey isn't, you know, it's my own journey. It's, it's, you know, it may not fit somebody else's life or where they're at with the Lord, you know, so it it might, you can't really judge each other's journeys. We don't know why we're here. We don't know what agreement we made with the Lord before we were sent here and what we came here to do and what, you know, effects that we had to play in, in people's lives or what roles we even had in people's lives. Just like today with my daughter-in-law, I was talking to her and we were talking about my son, Cody, his addiction and how we feel he was put here to help people. And I told her, I said, you know what? I said, just make yourself a hot cup of tea. I said, or get yourself a Coca-Cola because she loves Coca-Cola like I do. We love slushies and stuff like that. And I said, and just, um, hang on, I got to walk away here because my neighbors are talking. Um, we live on nice properties, but you can still hear each other sometimes. And so I said, you know, go outside and just, you know, look at the trees and feel the air and just enjoy this beautiful day. And she was laughing. She said, that's exactly what I'm doing. She said, I'm sitting in the park looking at the trees. I was laying down. We were making forts. I just opened up a Coca-Cola and she showed me a picture of the trees. She was looking up at in this beautiful picture of my granddaughter, that the one that does the modeling. They live around me too, but they go in and out of New York for her, her modeling stuff. And she is just stunning. I mean, she's so beautiful. And I was like, just know that maybe Cody is right where he needs to be for his journey. We don't know what he was sent here for, what his purpose was. You know, maybe we're all right where we're supposed to be. So all the turmoil that's going on in our lives, like everything I'm going through with Matt and why I can't seem to find another place to live. It's like something is always in the way. And I know you probably hear the roosters too. My one neighbor down the road, he has roosters in the whole, the whole area. I can hear them. They're so cute. Um, but we're, you know, maybe everything we're going through, maybe one day he's going to come out of this and he's going to be a drug counselor and help all kinds of people because of all of his experiences that he's going through right now. And so maybe we should all just take a deep breath and think about all of our many blessings in life and just know that we have prayer, which is so incredibly powerful. People have no idea the power of prayer and the power of rebuking. Like if you run into a dog man and you, or you ran into a Bigfoot or you ran into an alien, what would your first thought be? Would it be to rebuke them in the name of Jesus? Or would it be to be afraid and just freeze up? I know myself, my very first thing, I would get angry and I would grow so big in my mind, become the warrior of God, the daughter that he has, that's a warrior daughter. And I would get angry and I would start rebuking them out so much like you wouldn't even believe. I would just rebuke, rebuke, rebuke. And it would be the first thought I had would be to think about Jesus And I know a lot of people don't. You hear a lot of these podcasts where they just don't think about the Lord. They just, they think about, you know, they freeze up, they get scared, you know, they run. And I'd be like, man, I'd be standing my ground. I mean, I'd probably be backing up and stuff. I wouldn't be trying to engage in a combat fight with them, but I would definitely be immediately, my mind would immediately go to God. My mind goes to God with everything. Even with the psychic readings, you know, I was talking to the Lord about it. I was like, I don't know 
if I should be doing this. I don't know how you feel about this. I know what people say, and I hear all kinds of different sides of it. And I'm on a journey of, of truth and to search for answers. And this is what I need to do today, Lord. And if it's wrong, forgive me. You know, guard me, keep me safe from anything possibly coming in or anything opening up, you know, and just let me get my feelers out and see how I feel about this. And so that's what I did. And I found my son that day and I knew he was okay. And for that, I was thankful. And I felt that was the Lord. You know, I mean, I'm dealing with a man that's a Christian, that's a minister, that's helping police find children and, and cold case murderers and stuff. I mean, you can't really think of that as being too demonic. So, um, I'm going to let you hear Kathy now. I'm kind of rambling on here. I'm just, I'm having a real personal day with you guys. I just feel like I needed to get into some personal stuff and, um, just, talk about myself a little bit and things that are going on and give you a glimpse into like how I grew up and, you know, then I, you know, how I had kids young and just the stuff that, you know, I mean, I, I haven't even touched on near all the stuff I've been through, but I mean, it's been an interesting life, but I, I know in my heart, I mean, I found God when I was about 12. So I think he was always there to some degree, even though I rejected him for a while, but I found him again. So, but anyway, let's, let's get into this last, um, psychic reading and it sounds so weird saying that. I'm like, okay, my Christian listeners, let's get into this psychic reading. And you're all probably like cringing, like, what is she doing? But just, you know, like I said, this is my journey. It may not be yours. So just hang in there for me. Let's, you know, let me, you know, keep exploring and see where God takes me. So here we go with Kathy. Kathy? Hi, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Just sitting here waiting. I'm like, okay, I can't miss her call. Uh, no, it's cool. Um, have, listen, have you ever done this before? I did it one other time with, I think just one other time, with a guy named Angel. I think he was out west. Yeah. Okay, so how I work is I move quick because I don't use cards. So where people are throwing down cards, I'm reading at that point. So um, it comes through me. I'm just going to tell you what I get. Okay. And I'll let you take this or you can record it. I'm not going to ask you a question. Um, I'm also a medium. So a lot of times during a reading, people that are on the other side will come through. Are you cool with that? Like, are you open to that? Not everyone is. You can literally, Kathy, there's nothing you can say to me that's going to offend me in any way. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to roll? Yes. Okay, so let's start here first. First, your finances. Look for your finances to get much better. Between now and the end of the summer, things are going to start turning around for you. So the finances are going to get a lot better. Okay. I also feel like you'd be great doing anything kind of work, any kind of corporate work, anything along those lines, marketing, anything that's corporate, you'd be great at. Meaning sure, you could be in your own business. At some point, you will be in this lifetime. I feel like, am I going too quick? I'm just going to roll. Uh, no, I mean, you go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Okay. I'm also feeling like too. In this lifetime, you will marry once, but there is a possibility of a split at some point. So I will say to you that I feel like um, in this lifetime, there is a strong possibility of two marriages, one later on in life. So I feel like one long term for a while, and then I feel like there's a possibility of a split as you get older. And as you get older, that split comes, and I feel like you'll stay friends, but I feel like you're going to go your separate ways. And this comes later on as you get older in life. Okay. I'm also feeling like two with you. Okay, so there's a female on the other side. She's dead. She's been there for a while. 
<laughs> when I pick up, she died young. She's only like in her 50s or 60s, like she's young, is what I get. She also was a mother in this lifetime. So she comes through almost like a mother type of figure because she definitely was a mother. She's like, I'm a mother. So she comes through as a mother kind of figure is what I'm feeling like. I'm also feeling like, too, she's making reference to she either lost two kids. So there's, there's two kids on the other side with her. So there's children on the other side. She's making reference to being around children on the other side. There's, there's more than one on the other side. Now I'm going on a roll here. Here we go. So here we go. Um, also feeling like um, with these, there's a boy and a girl on the other side. They're, they're connected. So they're both over there. But I also feel like, too, they're not like really young kids. They're a little bit older. I get them as being older. I'm also feeling like, too, over there, there's a female with darker hair, dark hair, lighter eyes. She hasn't been there for a long time. I also feel like either something happened to her. I'm not sure what it was, but I feel like it was something that happened quickly. And I also feel like, too, like I can't breathe kind of thing. So I also feel like, too, um, there was an issue going on with a heart possibly or something around this person is what I feel like the female that's on the other side. I'm also feeling like, too, on the other side. I also feel like um, there's a female over there. Um, and I want to say there's an N, like an A. So it could be Nancy or something like that connection, like that wow. for two initials. So I want to say to you that she's a mother figure. She's saying coming through with love. She's coming through with love. She's also making reference to my daughter's with me. So there's a daughter with her. Wow. She has a daughter that's with her. She okay. wants you to know that they're okay. She's making reference to you being connected to her too. I did chills. Oh my God, she's strong. She's making reference to being a mother to you. She, yeah. That reference. She's making reference to being a mother to you. Okay. She's also making reference to being with your sister or someone that died is with her. So she's making reference to having a sister with her, a daughter with her. Yep, my so sister. She's making reference to that being your sister. Yeah. So your sister, you have a sister that's with her. So they're together on the other side. You need to know that, that they're okay. I figured they're, they're buried together. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. the sister's always around you. <laughs> Is she? She's making reference to tapping on your shoulder and playing games. So she's making reference to tapping on your shoulder, playing games. She's also making reference to she was depressed for a while. She's making reference to here in this lifetime, she was feeling like she was going through some things too towards the end of her life, making reference to not feeling great, going through some things. Mm -hmm. so she was feeling depressed, so she's going through that. She's also making reference to being on the other side, and there's a, another male on the other side that's connected to her. I don't know if it's a husband to her or someone like that, but there's like a, a male on the other side that's there also with her. Okay. So, I don't know. Do you know, did, can, does it say, like, can you tell if it's like a younger guy, um, older, like anything like that? So I get a C connection, capital C connection to the name. So capital. first or last name, there's a C, either in the first part of the name or the last part of the name, there's a C connection that I am picking up. Well. I'm getting a C connection. Is what I'm getting. So I don't get the. I'm not getting the whole name. I get them sometimes, but right now I'm not. I'm just getting a capital C, first or last name. So I'm gonna have to think about that. There's our family so big, Kathy. It's so large. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, but they're together and they're connected and they're and they're okay. So you need to know that. Okay. So that's all good. Um. Also, there's also reference to someone that's a little bit older that's still here and they worry about his health. So there's an older male that's still here and they're worried about his health. But so his female on the other side. The older female, but like Nancy, the N.A. kind of connection. Okay. The woman on the other side, she's making reference to an older male being here and worrying about his health. He needs to get his heart checked, his, his heart. There's okay. She's worrying about blood pressure, his heart, something. There's something around an older male. There's also a separation there for some reason. The way I'm getting a line coming through, so it's telling me there's a separation there. I don't know if it's because of a death or if they were separated in the 
It must be my mom worried about my dad. Okay, so it must be that then. Okay, so that's what that is. So, yeah, just... They were separated, like they they were divorced, but she always loved him. Oh my him. god, that's what it is then. So that's what the line. She is. always she loved him, yeah. Okay, so okay, so just know that um, she's she's with him all the time, watching over him, even though they were separated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Just in, in death, that's how it's coming through like that. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. So it's there like that. That's how I'm getting it. Um, but no, like they're okay. Like they're good. Like you're gonna you're okay. So like the sister kind of figure. Um, coming up around you, she's strong, so you feel her a real lot, like, you're gonna feel her. I feel like she feels like it's her duty to take care of you now, I don't know why. Jesus, that doesn't shock I always thought she'd be so angry at me, because I kind of shut her out. She was an, she, she was, was an addict. She was Yeah, she was going through a lot of shit. Yeah. So, bottom line with her is, um, she, I feel like this is her way of making up things to you, not being there, like she should have been there, as a sister's sister. Wow. So I feel like there, so she is around you, watching over you. In a good way, so don't feel like she's not that person that had the drug issue in this lifetime now. She's the spirit that's free from all that yeah. now. And she's cool, so she's like hanging out with you. So this is like, I feel like I want to be there. I want to make up for things. Okay. So it's good. So don't feel bad about it. If you yelled at her and shit, there's no like animosity towards you. I just shut her out. Like I, I loved her, but she just got so strange, you know, and it, it was just, it was too much for me, you know. But and she understands that, so you need to know that. Um, with that said and done, she totally understands that, one hundred percent percent. Okay. She's okay with that. So, like, yeah. So now she's here in spirit, helping you out with different things in your life. So things are going to start to happen. Kathy, do you think everybody goes to heaven? Like, do you think that it's something? I do believe in heaven. Yes, and I'm a strong believer in God due to the power of Jesus. Yeah, me God. too. So, where do you think that fits in with hell, with with certain people? They would make the, I do believe there's a good place and a bad place, because I know, because I'm also a paranormal investigator, and mm-hmm. I came across things that are negative, and they're bad, not of this good, of this world that's good. Um, I do believe that people, I believe God's forgiving. If you're truly sorry, God will forgive you. I'm a firm believer of God moves mountains. Like, he will forgive you no matter what, as long as you're truly sorry. Okay. I do believe people sometimes that are bad, that are killers and stuff, if they're truly sorry on their way, they get there, I do believe that we have a God that is a loving God that loves us. He doesn't want to, uh, you know, a lot of times they say we should fear him. I don't fear him because I love him. So. Yeah, I do I too. I someone that I love. So, uh, to me, yeah. I, I welcome in my life every day. Right? Yeah, me too. I love God a lot. So much, but there is, a, there is a heaven, and it's a beautiful place, and they do come back and forth, and the spirit is free, and the spirit has the will to come back and forth and visit us from time to time. Yeah. Sometimes they hang up with us all the time, and they're here all the time. Because they want to be with us, and they don't want to go to the other side yet. They're not ready. So some spirits will become, not trapped, but sometimes they're trapped. But most of them that hang out are because they want to be here. They want to be around their loved ones. They don't want to leave. Their physical body is gone, but if their mind and their spirit still lingers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And there definitely is, like, anything else. There's good and bad. Heaven's good. Hell's bad, of course. But um, I do believe that um, I haven't had an experience, kind of weird shit with, like, hell. Just, like... I'm a paranormal investigator. I've had things like with um, that come up that are like bad when we're investigating, or something bad or negative will come up, and I always say prayers and things like that, and that always seems to help everything. Yeah. So I'm a believer, like, in all that. It is. I I do a podcast um, on cryptids and like you know the Bigfoot phenomenon and all that stuff, and oh my god, that's so fucking. 
Cool. Yeah, I do. It's, it's getting it's bigger awesome. and bigger. I mean, of course you have critics and stuff, but I've you know it's growing. You know, it, it's got it's getting bigger and bigger, and it, it uh, um, you know, I'm I'm just trying to figure out where all this fits in. You know, where all the the whole like you know the ETs, all the sightings that are popping off more and more and more. You know, I've, seen them. I've had experiences of them as a young girl. Twice, I've seen them. It's just family. yeah, but they do exist. And the reason why I'm so into paranormal investigating is because I've had so many experiences. Yeah. As a young child was seeing things, ghosts and spirits, and hearing people talking to me and seeing shadow people and spirits that I'm the type of person. I want to know why this is happening. Like, so, like that seems like... Me too. That's what I'm trying to find out. Yeah. More and more. And I believe, listen, after seeing spirits and listening to dead people come through... An audio after being dead over 200 years and capturing their voices and seeing things. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, anything is possible. Jesus rose from the dead, anything is possible. Yeah, I know. You have to look at it like that. It's the truth. So I, do I believe in Bigfoot? Yeah, I do. I believe there's a, a Bigfoot out there, something that's huge. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, part whatever it is, but I do believe it. I mean, we've had dinosaurs. They're not here anymore, but they exist. I know. Yeah, I know people all that shit. I know. There's definitely life on other planets. For us to think there's not, there's something wrong with us. Well, yeah, I think that too. It'd be crazy to think that, you know, we're the only, I mean, even if it's, we don't know what all, I, I mean, we're not going to have all the answers here, you know, but yeah, we but we, there's well, definitely well, stuff going on. I mean, there's definitely, I've had so many experiences in my house with, um, I've, I've, I've had, Kathy, you wouldn't believe all the times I've had something in my right ear tells me when people are going to die. And I, I hate, know, I you what? I totally believe you. It's it's awful. Like I it I mean I even I I even started to document it. My sister that died, uh, the th- it was like three days before she died or two days before she died. My stomach started getting like really quivery, and I call I messaged my dad. I have all this down. I have it all like you know because I I started to document it after a while, and I told dad something was wrong with the girls. One of the girls, that was my sister's, and he said, which girls, my girls, or your girls? She just got a Jackie come through. That's exactly, yeah. Is, that, is her name Jackie? Her name's Jackie. Yep. Okay, so Jackie, yep. listening to what you're saying right now. Yeah. So she's saying, I'm Jackie. Coming through like She's that. a riot. She, that she. Coming through. She, um. Like, she's not like. Oh, she's hysterical. Yeah, she's, she's a nut. We all are. She comes through. She's the way she, I'm Jackie. Like the girl TV Jackie. She's so, so weird. She's through. I used to say, I used to tease her all the time when she was little. She was my little sister, so she was like my oh. baby to me. You know, I just loved her, but she just got kind of nasty and stuff as she got older. She just did things that were just, you know, it was just, it just got weird, you know. And I was like, man, I can't handle this. So I just kind of pulled away. But yeah, but she, but before she died, I got, I felt she was going to die. And I told my dad something was wrong. And it was like the next day I woke up and, and everybody was like flooding my phone saying they were sorry. And I was like, Oh my God, like I felt her leaving. It was so weird, you know, but I go through this stuff a lot too, but I try to push all my stuff away. Like I don't, I don't embrace it because I get, I get tortured by spirits. Like I get, um, like I, if I'm in my house alone, I feel, I, I get crowded so bad with, with things I feel around me and I can't stand it. So I always keep people around me, you know what I mean? 
you'd rather have them flush your teeth and have them not there and have them spirits coming and filling up that They, 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 like, they're, they're so strong I can't handle it. You know what I mean? And I totally get it. Yeah, I totally do. I it's like, but I haven't embraced it. Like you, like I, I don't even know what my abilities are. I just know there's something there. You know, so. You're having people come in your ear and hear things telling you someone's going to die and it happens. That's the. Oh. Sometimes it can be to a point where you hate it. Yeah. It's the kind of gift where you hate it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you love it when you're helping people. I um, feel like it. Yeah. Um, but I, embracing it, I've always had it, so to me, it's just there. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I would know what to do um, if something didn't come for me sometimes. I don't know. I would think that might be weird. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I've it's never, oh, I grew up in a haunted house, too, so it was like, you know, it was a Victorian mansion. What'd you say? You're all around it, then. So you, you were raised all around it. Like you yep. That's exactly what wow. I always thought it was, you know. I always thought it was. Have to guess because if you're hearing that and it's coming out and it's manifesting after it comes through you, yeah, that's a gift. You, you definitely have a gift that you have psychic ability going on there. That's crazy. But in a way, I understand because sometimes it's scary. When yeah. I see my father's death and I try to push it away, it's scary because some things that you get, you're like, no way. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going there in my mind with what's coming through right now. Deal with that. Do you so get? You try to push it away because you don't want to face it. Yeah, me too. Uh, or I'll get great stuff that's coming up, and I'll be like, yeah, great, finally. I'm, um, I'm mainly worried about my son, my one son especially, who's an addict, and I'm worried about my health. Like, those are the two things I'm the most worried about, you know? Well, your son that's an addict, I'm sure you're getting him help, or you try to get him help, or whatever it may be. We're but trying. I know. Yeah. He's a cocaine addict. He does it on a, on occasion, but it's something where he does it, like, he'll go on, like, a bout of it. But the problem with it, he's functioning a lot. But he's a beautiful family, a woman that absolutely adores him, beautiful kids. He just, he'll go out and blow a bunch of money. And we're so worried about the stuff that's going around that's killing people, you know. that, that it, Yeah. And, and that's what we're, you know, we're scared. We're really scared. So... And I understand. I had a friend who just died this year. Oh, that's so I get that. Unreal. Um, so it's it's bad. It's everywhere. It's awful. So I I totally feel like because he has a family, and I'm not just saying this sugar coating because I'm not. I'm just gonna tell you. I think he will get his shit together and straighten it out. Okay. Do. Okay. There's gotta be something for us to the point where he likes feeling like that, or he needs to have that, or he needs yeah. That. So We're praying that. for him a lot. Like there's a lot of prayer that's going good. on. Yeah, that's. Great believer in my life, and I can tell you now, more people that pray for him, 
Yeah, protective. What about my health? That's the one thing I'm the most, like, really curious right now, what's going on, because it's like mystery stuff. Do you get anything with that at all? Okay, so I feel like you're going to be okay health-wise. Not your time yet. I feel like you'll be here for a while. Okay. I'm not picking up anything negative happening to your health. Okay. you have to really, really worry about. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not a doctor, so if you're not feeling good, go to a doctor. I do. As a psychic. I do pick up things a lot of times, but right now I'm not picking up anything negative. Okay. That sounds good. So I feel like you're going to be okay, and I don't get, like, any kind of death or anything negative coming to you. I feel like okay. you're going to be fine. Okay. You're going to have a pretty good year coming up. I hope so. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It's like yeah, crazy. Like everyone I read, they're always like, I hope I have a good year because last year was horrible. Well, I mean, the whole the whole world's gone mad. You know, like, it's like, you know, it this... Is, everyone is. I mean, we're at the point now, we're all just waiting for the Lord to return, you know? It's like, I mean, you know, exactly. there's, I, I talk to Jesus all the time, like, come on, Lord, you know, we're all ready to get the heck out of here, you know? Yeah, feel, I talk to him every day, I always feel like he's in my life every day. Me too. He's always here. Yeah. So, I tell, I always talk to him. I tell people, too, when I read them, sometimes you don't need a psychic, you just need to say some prayers, and shit will turn around, the truth. He's healed, he I'm gave me a miracle healing one time with my tooth, That was the craziest thing you ever imagined, but I was, you know, I, I walked pretty closely with them, so it's, it's been, you know, an interesting journey, I just, I, I'm just like, should I call a medium, you know, but I'm like, Lord, I need to know, like, there's things I just want to know, and, and I watch, I, I'm, you know, because I do the podcasting, I, I watch a lot of things, and I caught you on a, on a channel, and I was like, you know, I'm going to call her, because it, it just, you know, it, it just certain people you're just kind of drawn to, to talk to, or want to talk to, so... It was, I get you. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm not, I'm not one of those psychics that are all into devil worshiping and all. I'm one of those psychics no. that believe in healing in God. Yeah. I'm Catholic. I believe the power of the Holy Spirit completely. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. That so, That's neat. I, I That's what I like. I, I just, I'm, I'm I like know, that, too. I know. I've had experiences with angels and everything. I'm totally all about it. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. There's so much stuff going on. You know, there's so much oh, stuff around us. I think if more people would go back to church or start praying, mm -hmm. and their families get their shit together. Yeah. And, like, a lot of these kids, like, I'm from the Northeast, so, like, we got Philadelphia every day. They were, like, there was, like, ten murders overnight every yeah, night. I like, know. Like, where's these people's parents at? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. It's awful. It but, just... no, I do believe that. I think, like, people need to go back to church more. Finally, like, we used to do back growing up in the 70s and 80s. I mean, I went to church every Sunday. That's what you did. Yeah. We got up got to went to church and prayed. Yeah. We had a great week. And I just think it's the whole country right now. Everyone, it seems like everyone hates each other. Everyone's at each other. This one hates this one. This one hates that one. Like, there's no peace that's that's what makes you feel like it's biblical because it's like you know you're feeling all the stuff that's going on and you're like you know it really feels like it's end time stuff i mean i don't know if it is but it's you know it just it does make you think you know it's like there's just so I don't much think it's the end times i just think that god's trying to show us all like this is how bad things can get are you all gonna fall on your butt before you finally get it yeah so yeah something tragic i mean there's been so many tragic things actually bring people together yeah yeah it's like this big wake-up call like wake up what are you all doing i know that's what, that's why i said you know it's, it's like end time stuff like i'm like well i don't think it's i'm not I'm, I'm not convinced it's end times yet either i just feel like it's that you know you know what i mean like just that feeling of my like my mom always said that she's like god set up with all of our crap down here he, the world's going to come to an end yeah. <laughs> that's not going to just like go destroy the whole world for it you know well i'm not afraid of it though 
Yeah, I'm not, not a, either, but I just don't, I, I always tell my mom, she goes, my kids, my mom's 86, things have definitely changed, she's all of you now. Like she just sees things in a whole different life. Like, the world's awful today. Oh, my goodness. I wouldn't have children in this world today. Oh, no. No, I wouldn't either. She always says that. She's like, oh, my God, it's so bad. I'm like, that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. It's got to be a breaking point at some point. I totally think it's more getting back to in touch with yourself and God. And I think that's the only healing that's going to happen in this world. That's what I do, too. Yeah. what else can you heal you? I know. You won't believe the stories I get in with, even with my podcast. Like, you won't believe the stories of people that are having like encounters with something bad, and they they start talking about Jesus, and the thing it just goes away. You know, that's saying something. I mean, it's like you know, it's kind of like right there in your face. Yeah. So it's with good and evil. If you want to, because I paranormal investigate, so I can tell you with good and evil. Whenever we come across anything negative, you always bring God into a Jesus and you get it, you say a prayer together. Yeah. Just the whole, you can feel the difference. I know it sounds okay to people, but I don't care if you're it. It totally feels such an enlightening. Yeah. You feel that protection around him. You do. And you need it sometimes. I know. So, I, I talk to him thing. all the time. I have a picture of him in my yeah, room and I talk to him. <laughs> That's the thing, no matter what, he's they're more than your friend, 24-7. I know. I always tell him he's my best friend. Yeah. He wants you to talk to him. That's so cool. He totally does. That's neat. Yeah, he does. I'm serious. But, um... Well, I'm glad you... There's nothing bad. Like, what are you worried about? Like, there's nothing bad. Your whole life's gonna be fine. I just... I, I guess I'm just worried about this... Like, the, I have, like, fatigue. I'm dealing with this just, just debilitating fatigue at times. And, um, it's really crazy. And, and nobody really knows what it is. And, you know, I've got pr some pretty crazy allergies that started, which I think is menopause. I think that, that it's part of that. But, you know, there's just stuff going on that I'm just like, okay, am I gonna be all right? You know, like, is it... You're it's, gonna be okay. Um, they should test you maybe for Epstein-Barr. Because I know with Epstein-Barr, my sister had it. You get really tired. Okay. For months. Okay. It, it can last for months. And then it goes away and it can always come back oh. like throughout life at some point. Epstein. But you'll go through a thing where you're just so tired. My sister was so tired. She was hard for her to get out of bed in the morning and just went on for three months. And it was Epstein-Barr. It's like a virus. Okay. You'll get it. But, um... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a So I have allergies. I'm like so stuffed up that I woke up. Like, I get tired from them. They make me tired. They make me really tired. Like today I feel tired. Yeah. Yeah, my allergies are crazy. They say when you're going through, through menopause that you can get really bad allergies and then they can just disappear once you're done with it. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping that's what it is because I'm old enough to, you know, I'm an old lady now. So <laughs> I'm not that old, but I'm just, I'm 55. So, but. So, oh, that's know, cool. I feel good now. I feel like I'm ready to roll at 60. It's time to get rolling. Yeah, now. that's how I want to feel. I want to feel like yeah. that. So, but yeah, I was just worried. I just, I wanted to call you. Just, I just needed to, you know, to see if you felt anything about my health that was derogatory or, you know, anything like that. Yeah, nothing negative. I don't okay. feel like there's any kind of, like, cancer or anything like that. It's going to kill you. I'm not getting any of that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I just, I have five kids, okay. so. Yeah, I have, well, I have, I have a 17-year-old still, and I've got five, four other kids, and I've got grandkids, and I, like, I, I ended up having this yeah, huge family, you know. So I'm worried about them, but I even upped my life insurance policy just in case. <laughs> oh, my God. You sound like you're 
I know, I was like, God. <laughs> it's um, terrible. Yeah, you're good, but you're going to be here for a while. You have so much to do yet. You're not going anywhere yet. Okay. That sounds know, good. A, a long life ahead of you. Okay. Happiness. There's nothing negative at all. Like, I have to tell you, be careful of this or that. No, not at all. Wow, that's neat. Do you ever tell people? great. You should be doing a podcast because your energy's awesome. Yeah, well, sometimes I get on there and I get a little preachy and, you know, you get people that love you and people that hate you. And it's always, you get so many, like, the people that hate, if they don't like you, boy, you just, they never miss a chance to tell you, you know. And then the people that love you, you know they do because, like, as soon as you put a podcast out, you've got, like, boom, 500 views. And, you know, you have all these people that are watching you, so you know that you're doing something, but they're they're more quiet, you know, but the people, there's just always these people it's like they'll make comments and you're like you know that really wasn't necessary to even say that you know like i don't even you know, I just have to ignore them because no matter what i've been doing this for a long time mm -hmm. you're always gonna have haters they mm -hmm. it's just terrible it's like oh my old lady the other day that um that's said awesome. she didn't like my voice and i was like wow that's that's really but, you know, that taught me something because I was just, I had made a couple comments about somebody on YouTube, like somebody I didn't like, you know, maybe something I had said that I kind of disliked. And I thought, you know, this has actually kind of woken me up to that. Like it's taught me not to make, you know, comments that are negative towards people. So in a way it was kind of good. So, but it, you know, but it's, but I get a lot of love too. So it's not, it's not all okay, bad. Listen, you're going to, you'll get haters. Yeah. And then you'll get people that like it. It goes both ways. The best thing you do is you don't read the comments. You totally have learned that you don't yeah. even read them. They're yeah. Not worth it. Who That's what you I thought, too. Doing, whatever you're doing is good. You're helping people. Okay. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what this person thinks. I get a lot of people that tell me they... They love the the podcast because um, they said that I actually talk, I mix God in with the whole, like, all the stuff that's, like, all the supernatural stuff. I actually talk about God, and they said nobody else does that. Like, everybody either talks about, you know, religion or they talk about, like, the spiritual supernatural stuff, but they said they don't blend the two together, and I do. So it's, you know, that's... That's good you do, because I like that, because you should, because yeah. that's so important, because... God comes first, and then everything comes last. That's right. Like. Yeah. Like that. And you have to do that. And listen, trust me, I can tell you now, any paranormal investigator that's doing an investigation and, and stuff that's negative mm -hmm. happens, they're probably the God is too sad. I know. I know. I don't care what you say. I and don't it's care like, why aren't they bringing this up? Like, I don't understand why people aren't, aren't like, connecting the dots here with this. Like, it, You have some in the field that aren't into God. Some of them, yeah. they don't believe in God. Or wow. They're an atheist, which is, I don't know how that happens, but it does. <laughs> Tell them to watch some near-death encounters once. I mean, it's there. That's, that's, the bottom line is there's totally a God. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, the people, and there are a lot of people that don't believe in God. Or you'll get psychics that say, oh, you have a, you have a curse on you. Send me $1,500. Like, I cannot stand it. <laughs> no, I've had people tell me they've I've given a psychic money for, like, they told her shit. I said, don't do that. You yeah. don't need to do that. All you need to do is pray. Yeah. If you feel like there's something going on, you pray, don't flush nothing. Yeah, I was actually going to thank you for your pricing. I, I thought... Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. 
That's crazy. Yeah, your pricing was so nice. I was like, I saw your yeah, well, I, pricing. I was like, I'll, wow, that's I'll, really neat. I'll tell you why, because a lot of people overcharge, or people that are on TV think they should charge $500 for a reading. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reason. I mean, and people can't afford it. Yeah. I try to keep it at a good price so everyone can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really neat. It was really, it was shocking. I was like, wow, this is, that's great. Like, that that's, it was just really, really, you know, made you want to do it because it was a fair price, you know. I was like, this is neat. It is fair. I so, think it is. Oh, um, my gosh, yeah. I can't see you ever charging someone. No. Because you do a TV show, and I think it's ridiculous, and there's a lot out there that do that. Yeah. Like, you have a gift there. Yeah. I know you have to be compensated to get that bill, but you don't have to go overboard. I know, I know. It's so cool, though. I loved it. But, but I always try to give away something every week on my wall because I feel like i got to give back if that's been good to me with my gift. Yeah. So give back. I always try to give every week, at least two readings or something. Yeah. Something out there. Oh, God, you should see me. I have an ice cream truck, and I've had a comp an ice cream truck company for like 14 years now, I guess, and I'm, I drive one, too, and they're really cute. They're beautiful trucks. They're not like the real run-down looking, crazy-looking, you know, <laughs> stalker trucks or like that. We had one at one time, too. Did you? Did you? <laughs> I live on an island and we have one. Like in the summer, we used to go around and do the ice cream yeah. on the beach outside in the street and they'd come off the beach and, and get it. That is yeah, so cute. Cool. Yeah, I do that and, and I the kids, I'm always giving stuff away constantly. Oh, it's that's like, so nice. Yeah, I give the kids, like I'm always, uh, the kids just, oh my gosh, they tug at your heart so much. I'm like, oh my gosh. Sometimes they can't afford it. Yeah. Know? Their parents just don't have it. Sometimes they're struggling. And yeah. I know. I know. It's sad, but yeah, I've been. Try I'm, I'm trying to get out of it. I wanted to get out of the business, but I, I, I'm just trying to find a buyer for my last truck, and then I'm gonna, you know, try to do something else. I, I'm actually inventing a website, like a, a new Craigslist slash eBay. So like, all, it has all kinds of stuff on it, and um, I'm trying to, I'm inventing that, and then. Um, I write kids' books. I've got a couple kids' books I, I did. One of them's up on Amazon right now. It's it's the Harry Pumpkin. It's it's a little Halloween story. And um That's so cool. Yeah, I just I just do all this stuff, but there's other stuff I wanna do. Like there's you know, like there's just so many things I wanna get into. I'd love to get into like like some movie making and you know, and just, you know, things like that. Like there's so many things I wanna get into and I it's just I don't know. I I just I have to figure it all out, so you're like me, so when I was your age, yeah. sixty now. Yeah. What a, how I would, and like, I'm getting older. There's so many things. That, I want to do them now, like you start thinking about what things you want to get done and accomplish. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I tell you this: if you can do anything you want to do, you just have to go. Just, I always say that, and you, and it's true. You just, you just go and do it. If you fall down, get up back up and do it again. Yeah. I, yeah. That's how I feel. Follow your dreams and and do what makes you happy. Yeah, I think the thing I ultimately want to do is make movies. I, I'd like to do a couple movies, and you know, I've got a lot of friends in the industry and stuff too. So I. You know, I it. Think they're a they have a production company. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd, they do all that. I'd like to do something like cool. that. I had Ash. Ash Hamilton just did the movie Holes in the Sky. He's one of my friends, and he he wants me to actually like be an actor in in one of his you know a couple of his movies, and oh, he keeps so bugging cool. me to come to Chicago, and I'm like. But he wanted me to do this part that was pretty evil, and I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know, like, do I, you know, so I'm kind of, like, you know, tossing things around, but, yeah, yeah, so. Just at the end of the day, but you're playing a part, so it's cool. Yeah, I know, I just don't, I don't want to get into too much of the really sick stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of, like, 
cautious about it to a degree, but I'd, I'd like to do something with him. So that would be fun. But So, yeah. But anyway, I just, you know. That's good. Like, you're, you got you got a lot of good things coming up around you. Like, you're just really, uh, you're good. You're on a good path. That's awesome. I hope so. I hope everything works and, out and good. Not, listen, and your son's going to be okay. I know as a mom, of course, we always worry. No matter how old they get, you always worry. Yeah, he's your 35. Gonna, gonna be in time. Yeah. I pray he does. I really do, because he needs to. He's. I just want him to. You know, I, my ultimate thing is I just want him to get to heaven one day. Like that's. You know, as long as they can make it there, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, like I'm okay. Would you? Say? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know he's struggling. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's quite what we've been taught either. I think it's a little different. No, it's not. It's, so. it's totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. But, I mean, people think when you go to heaven, you stay there. Now they come back and forth. I know. They come I, back and forth. They visit. I've had spirits tell me they're just visiting, but they're going to go back, but they're going to come back again. Do you think we're reincarnated? Do, do you get? Do you catch anything with me? Like, do you, do you ever find, like, figure, like, can you feel that from anybody? We had many lives. Ugh. Yeah, I can feel that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel like you're an old soul. You've been here many times. I told God, I, I keep telling him, like, Lord, I'm telling you right now, I, this is it. No, this I is my like, last time. To me, as a psychic, yeah. how I view internal life with God. Is mm -hmm. Once we die, our carcass goes into the ground, of course, but our soul goes on, and our soul goes to the other side. We're taught for a while until we reincarnate and come back. I yeah. Well, I want to stay there this time. I'm done. And I all and I always feel like they're with angels, like everyone says, like my dad's my angel. No, your dad comes back and visits you, but an angel. I try to explain to people, God created. Mm -hmm. They're heavenly beings. They're God's creatures. Mm -hmm. So we all do have guardian angels, but they didn't live on the earth plane like some psychics. Right? Well, they're your spirit guides. Uh, the guardian angels. Not really the guardian angels. They're there to help you. Yeah. Different things. Your spirit guides. Yeah. Are the ones that can help you with different things. Also, okay. Or so. So, yeah, they're, they're heavenly beings. So I said there's a lot going on, isn't there? It's 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 a lot. Yeah, there is. It's, it's, there's, it's so deep. And when yeah. I tell people that, if they get mad and be like, nah, they're my guardian angel. I'm like, yeah, they're there. They're probably watching over you. They definitely are. Those are our loved ones do watch over us. Mm-hmm. I said, but... As far as needing help or prayers and all that, we have guardian angels all of us tonight. And people are like, no, it's not true, you know. Oh, you um, mean as far as family members being your, yeah, I don't believe that either. I don't believe family is yeah, your guardian no, angel. Not, they come and visit us. Now. Right. God created angels, nobody else. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's yeah, they're yeah. They're beings. Only God created them. They're, they're God's they're, they're God beings. And, and that's it, and he gives them to us when we're born. That's what I heard, that we're assigned, we're each assigned one. Some people yeah. get more than ones at times in their life, too. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And they can help us with things. If we're in trouble with things, and you pray, God will send your guardian angel that's by your side to help you. It's your guardian angel for help, they're always there. That's so funny. That's, that's, yeah, yeah that's, I, I definitely, I, I'm absolutely on board with that one, too. I don't believe that people's souls, you know, just hang around us all the time. <laughs> I just, you know, I can't imagine. Yeah, that's, they don't all the time. They're here. Yeah. And they come and visit. Sometimes some are stuck and they hang here. But a lot of times they don't. They're settled. If I'm doing a reading and somebody asks me how such and such and they're not coming through, I'm like, they're at peace. They're settled. Yeah. They're not coming through. They have nothing to say. They don't always want to talk. Sometimes they're done with the earth plane. When they go to the other side, they have no desire to want to talk to us. 
Yeah, I can see that, and honestly. Just, but they're here, so it depends. They do come and they don't come. They come back and forth. That's why I say they come back and forth. They're not always here 24-7 with it. No, they're not. I had, I had a, an incident. I was cleaning one of my vans out one night, and I felt, I'm not kidding you when I say this, there was a vampiric-type um, creature that was out in my yard because I was out there it was three o'clock in the morning of course and I didn't catch that till later and then um, I saw it come up to the windshield of my van I just saw it like through my mind's eye or whatever I don't know how if he was actually like visual if it was like a mind's eye thing and I felt my my grandmother actually come into the van and sit there with me and I turned around and I was like well hello grandma I mean I felt it so strong Kathy it was crazy you know, and I knew it was her. I knew it was her. Yeah, and I felt she was there to protect me. Yeah. It was weird, but... That's why you said hello, because she knew, as soon as you looked next to you, you could feel her, and you like, that's who it is, and that's how you do. When you feel that, and it comes into your head, their name, and you visualize them, that's who's with you. It was crazy, like, how strong this was, though, It was, and I knew she was there to protect me. Yeah, that kind of creature you're explaining to me sounds like something very, like, son of this world kind of thing. Yeah, he had a white face. He had, um, I don't, I don't remember if he had fangs. He had a white, but I felt, when I looked at him, I felt vampiric. I, I was like, it felt like a, like, almost like a vampire-type creature. He was very long and thin with all black on, and he had this white face, and, and I think he had, like, sharp teeth, and he just, you know, he was, he just felt really like almost like vampiric to me that's all the only way I could describe it you know and I saw him and then all of a sudden I felt my grandmother's spirit come into the van and she sat down in the front seat and turned around and she was just smiling at me and I felt so protected it was wild but yeah I've had some really crazy stuff happen to me it's pretty neat stuff that's insane. oh I believe you I'm listening like I said because I'm a paranormal investigator mm -hmm. I've seen so many things people would look at me and think I'm off my rocker yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I totally believe you. Um, I believe that anything can happen. I mean, at this point in my life, it's just, you want to see them like anything's possible. I'll never say to someone, that's insane or that's crazy. I don't believe that. Yeah. I believe someone has an experience like that. I completely believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had lots of them. I mean, like I said, the house I grew up in just, I think it just did something to me when I was a kid. It was just so, you know. Yeah, it will. It's nuts. If you ever look up the Bush House Estate, um, it's we do like wedding venues in there and stuff. But it it uh you'll see the house. It's a gorgeous Victorian mansion. It was beautiful, and it is beautiful. And um it was just, it was so our whole family was aware that it was haunted. And my my dad was a politician and stuff, so he he wasn't like an idiot. You know, he was a very smart man, and you know, yeah, and and they they uh but the whole house we used to call the ghost in the house Ed. And when I was a kid, I had a dream about this woman that came out of the wall. This was so crazy. I, I had a dream she came out of the wall and she bit my leg open because I wouldn't go with her. And she wanted to take me. And this is no lie. This was when I was a kid. And when I was 17, I was sitting in our library. We had a library in the house. And my grandparents used to put, um, like, newspaper articles in glass and, like, in coffee tables and stuff. And I lifted up this article and I turned it around. And on the back of this this um, article, it talked about this woman that died in the house that could never have children. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. I was like, I knew it. I was like, she's a, it's a woman that's in this house. 
It's not a guy. No. So, yeah, but I knew. And then I heard my grandmother, like, a month later, she was on the phone talking to my aunt saying that, that, the, that the, the activity in the house had picked up and they felt it was a woman. And I was like, wow, this is so crazy. So it was, it was pretty neat. Oh, my God, that's nice. Yeah, it was a really wild story. But I have, like I said, I've always had this, I can feel things really strong. And that's what, you know, I get scared of it. Like, it scares me. You know? Don't be afraid of it. It's not going to hurt you. It's just that it's so strong. You know? No, I understand what you're saying, but it's okay. It's all right. Just know that it's not, you don't have it to hurt you. Yeah. why you have it. Yeah. You're trying to, something's trying to communicate with you. The people from the other side, they're trying to give you messages to help you with your life or others. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Or things that just come up around you that you know you're meant to know. There's a reason why you have it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is because I have. I don't understand why I have all this. I don't know. I know. I know. So I can't even wrap my head around it sometimes because everyone, to me, it's normal. But other people tell me, no, it's not, and I know it's really not. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, why me? Like, what would yeah. I think for? Like, you always ask, how come? Do you think your pineal gland, do you think it has something to do with some people that have more of a active or open pineal gland? I, I believe in all that. Yeah, I do. Like your third eye type thing? You know, like yeah, do you think I that... Totally I wondered that too, like if some people, because there's one guy I was I was listening to. He said when he got psychic like feelings, his the middle of his forehead vibrates, and I thought I I was sitting there watching, and I was like, that's your pineal gland, it's your third eye, you know. Right. So yeah, I wonder if that's what it is. Maybe we're not fluoridated I enough. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I've worked with police departments on missing children cases, murder cases. When I hold things from someone instead, I get information and just bless my head. I don't know. That's Why really I'm neat, though. It's neat. For hell. Like, believe me when I tell you, I'm 60 years old. I've been trying to figure this out since my 20s. I know. <laughs> Why? Why do I have it? Where does it really come from? How? Is it, how? How? How come I get all the shit that I get? Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. I know. I don't know. I've asked myself that with the but death. Mama, like, don't question shit too much. Just know that, um, just go with whatever it. Whatever it is, just supposed to work with it. And whatever you're doing, like you're doing, and you're helping people, just continue to do it. Maybe there's a reason God gave it to you. You're supposed to help people with it or bring comfort to them. Or you're just supposed to have it because it runs in the family at some point, and we don't realize that it may go way back. She says there's so many different reasons. She says, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's there. Have you ever gone to a psychic? Like, have you ever talked to anybody that oh was... God, yeah. Okay. I wonder... I went to my first one when I was 16. It was a birthday present from my mother. And this oh. is no lie. This is true. She was a Jewish lady. She was so nice. She was such a sweet woman. And I'll never forget her to this day. She read me and told me, someday I'm going to sit around a big table and I'm going to do readings. She did. I was 16, so I'm I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm going to be in her dresser. I want to be a hairdresser and cut hair. I'll never do this. I can't do this, and this isn't what I want to do. But I said, my mom, she's full of shit. Like, when we left. But she was so nice, everything she told me. She told me all this stuff about myself. Yeah. She was so accurate. To this day, I never forgot her. And do you know that I didn't plan on doing this with my life. This was an accident. Yeah. Like, my sister had a business. Some lady called her to do commercials in between it, and she ran a psychic show on television on like Sundays, Psychic Sundays. Wow. And I got my start there doing that. And um, 
my sister told her, you know, my sister's psychic, but don't use it as professional. And I got my, I got my start back in the early 1990s. Wow. 1998 started with a television show for 10 years, reading people live on the air if they call in every, you know, Friday night. Yeah. And I would let it rip. And then it was on Sunday. So we did Friday and Sunday nights. And that's how I got started. That's really Pretty neat. That's amazing. If you saw me, and I remember telling her that she's off her rocker. Um, yeah. And all this crazy shit and everything she told me came out to the tape. And she goes, when you're older, some, when you get older, your people are going to know you. And I'm up there like, she's not. <laughs> but you know what? She wasn't. She was accurate as shit. It is weird how life leads us. When she read you, she put your hand under uh, under this thing. She did like a palm kind of thing. Oh. She was so fucking good. Wow. Like, I can't even believe it. That's what you have to look for. Like you, you I mean, can I get went a few. I'm I'm 16. I'm thinking, what can she tell me? The psychic. Isn't that crazy? You know, my mom, my mom loves psychics, so it was funny because that was like when I went, I wasn't expecting anything, and mm-hmm. I, when I left, I didn't believe her. But you know what? I look back, she was right on everything. That's so. She nuts. came out years later, but she was on the money. Yeah. It's just it's but neat. There's psychics and bad ones, like you know, like good car dealers and bad ones, you know. Yeah. I know it's funny. I've watched so many people on TV. Like, there's been so many, and I didn't, you know, you don't call anybody, and then all of a sudden you pop up, and I'm like, there's just, it's weird how you're drawn to certain ones, too. You know, like, there's certain people you're just like, I want to talk to her, you know, and, and so it was really, it was, it was, it was kind of bizarre, you know, but. It's just neat. I just, I, I just, you know, you, you, you kind of actually reminded me of my sister a little bit, Jackie, I think. So, that's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. That. She was my bait. She was my best friend. You know, I, I really love that girl. So, she was so cute. But, I miss her. You know, I do miss her. always loved her. She's with you. She's not mad at you or doesn't hate you or anything like that. There's no monkey coming through from her. Yeah. Nothing like that at all. Just love. Okay. I was, I can see her doing that, attaching her. She was like my twin. It was really bizarre. We were really, really so similar in so many ways. It was like, you know, she was like my twin. But I don't know. Like I said, she. I, I just, I was never into like the whole party scene or anything like that. You know, I just, I never got into that. I'm too much of a control freak. I, I don't like to do anything, you know, like any kind of drugs or I don't smoke or like, I just, I'm, I don't know. I just never got into that stuff, so. I know, I know. Good. I know. That was good. Who's Charlie? It just came for me. What's Charlie mean, dude? Who's Charles? Or Chad? That's my dad. Or Charles is Charles. my grandfather or my dad. Okay, so I'm just getting Charles coming through. That's all. I'm just hearing the word Charles coming through. Me. Yeah, that's my dad. Know. I'm not getting them like they're dead or anything. I'm just no, he's alive. He had cancer. He's the one you said when you saw my mother, you thought it was my mother. My mother's name's Naomi. And you said the N. Yeah. And so you said there was a separation there, like a line. That's yeah. that's him. That's my dad. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he's... So, yeah, so now it just came through. So that's all. Just the name came through. That's all just popped in my head. Like yeah, he, got, he, has, he had cancer, but he recovered from it. So... Yeah, he's he's like seventy five now. Yeah, he's seventy five. Yeah, I think so too. He's, I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he seems like he's doing good. I'm hoping. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. Okay. 
That's oh, good. Are you, wait a minute. Are you thinking he came through because something bad's happening? I didn't know. Do you uh, do you get a Marcy at all? Do you? I to you before we hang up here. Um, I want to definitely say to you that no, it's not that. It's just just the name popped in my head. It just came right through. Okay. Do you get a Marcy at all? Do I get a Do I get a what? A, a Marcy? Marcy? Like, do you feel like I'm? I was kind of looking yeah, for I, her. Okay, so I do feel a Marcy. Okay. But I also feel like um her energy too. Um. Okay, so. All right, so I definitely feel like. She died. I feel like she died. She's older, so I feel like this is someone that's a little bit older. Is what I'm thinking of. She is. To me. Um, and I also feel like she could be in her seventies. She was, yeah. Okay, so I also feel like too with her. I feel like she is that piece, but I also feel like too she's on the other side. She's also um, the connection on the other side. There's, listen, I want to say this to you on the other side with her. There's also, a, I feel like I want to say, like, there's a female, there's another female over there, but she's young. But there's a C connection to her, like, uh, like my name, like C-A, like a C-A connection on the other side, but it's a younger female is what I'm picking up. I don't know why, but it's coming through like that. She's over there connected to this younger female. I don't know if she wants a child or there's someone that, a sister maybe when she was younger. Like oh, that. my gosh. Know. Yeah, there is. A, she had a sister. So freaking weird on the other side with her. What about um, kids? And I also, Go ahead. I also feel like, too, this person on the other side died young. So I get this um, female on the other side. She was young when she died. That's just how it's coming through. That's how I'm getting it. See? I'm also feeling like there's a connection with her to a John. So right down Oh, my God. There's a John connection. So I feel like John real strong. that she comes up around. It's just there. It's just coming through. John, John, John. That was her husband and her son. So, John... Connection. Yeah, her husband, her her ex-husband was John. Yeah, well, there's a John connection with her. So the word John comes Yeah, it's her son. Her oldest son is John. Wow. So, yeah, the connection. Well, now, does it? Does she, there's, I mean, like, she died with, like, is she around us at all or anything? Do you know? Like, do you feel anything like that? Um, what I, the way it's coming through, I feel like whoever John is, she's connected to John. She's around John. So I feel like she travels and she's with John. So I feel like her energy comes back and forth with John. She's around John. Okay, what about Kevin? It just, it I'm just... not getting anything with the Kevin. Okay, gotcha. All right, that's interesting. Well, John just died. The, the older, her ex-husband died recent not too long ago so she might be with him on the other side and then she has a son that's john that's here you know he's still alive no i, no, I feel like she's here she, when i say she's around him she's around the one that's here so okay she's definitely around his son she's definitely around his son okay to do with the ex or the, i feel like no she's around the person that's here so i feel like she's around john being here gotcha here, okay like. wow you really I'm nailed that one kathy so that's there Okay. That's just how Okay. She's also making reference to you having this sister. Listen, she's making reference to your sister. You have another sister that's alive? Because she's making reference to a sister that's alive. Yeah, she's I do. Yeah. She's making reference to, to me. Actually, she's telling me, well, you have, she has another sister that's alive, you know. Coming through like that, so. I, I do. Know who it is. It's just there. It's coming through. Yeah, like I that. do, Laura. I know. I worry about her all the time. 
I've lost touch with her too. She just kind of grew apart. She has an addiction issue too. We have a lot of people in our family that's had addiction issues. There's been a lot, because our family's really big, so there's a lot of people that don't have them, you know, but there's a lot of people that do, too. So it's like, you know, I'd say half and half. And she got into some... Um, I think today every family at some point runs across that where someone is going through something like that. I definitely do. We had, like, a group of them. It was, like, a whole group of people that there's just... There was, like, either the ones that didn't have addiction issues or ones that did. It was just really... And like I said, it's a very large family. So we had, you know, there's, so if you have like five people that have it, it's like, you know, we've got like, you know, 30 people in our family. So, but, um, yeah, but yeah, Laura's still alive. I worry about her all the time. I just don't really know how to get through to her. And she'll be fine. I'm not getting up in bed at all. Okay. Yeah, she just had a grandchild. So. Well, yeah, just if you, I mean, I just want Marcy to know we love her, you know, like, you know, they're just, I don't know, she, she passed, she just everything, oh gosh, it was just such a crazy situation, but she, she got, you know, just, she got all, like Alzheimer's or whatever it was, and, you know, we didn't know she had it right away, so it was, it was pretty crazy, but I'm just, you know, okay, I just, yeah, I just wanted to check and see, geez, I could talk to you forever. I know. I know. Your, your energy, by the way, your energy is great. You're awesome. Is it? Okay. That's... Yeah, you should definitely do your podcast. You should continue it. Yeah. Definitely let it rip and get out there and let it go. I'm so glad you think yeah. that, though. I'm really glad you think my energy is I awesome. Know. That's I neat. I totally do. Oh, your energy is great. I love it. That's awesome. Wait, you, I, I feel like a connection to you, like... I do you too. That's that's what I said. You there's a con, there's something there. Yeah. 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 That's that's so weird. I know. I saw you. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's neat. You're good. Okay, that's awesome, Kathy. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, keep me in your prayers too. You know, just I. Oh, I sure will. Absolutely, you're going to be fine. But okay. I'm going to let you go. I have another reading, and um, if, listen, if you have any questions that you forget to ask me, just send me an email, and I'll answer them. Okay, sounds good. You t- you too do it for me too if you if you want to talk or anything. I sure will. Okay. Have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, you too, Kathy. Thank you so much. You too. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, she's so dear. That's neat. Wow. She said John. Wow. That's... That was a fantastic reading. Everything she said, she hit the nail on the head. There was nothing she got wrong. I was a little bit upset with myself because when she had talked about the C name with my sister. Um, that's my brother, Casey. And I wasn't close to him. He lived, um, out of town and I just didn't see him very much. I was a lot older than Casey. So I grew up and went off and had kids and a family and he moved away and he, both of my sister and my brother died of drug overdoses. Um, we have a lot of addiction in our family. It's really, really sad. A lot of people aren't addicts. We have a very large family, so we have a hodgepodge of everything, but there's a lot of addiction issues. So 
she got that and I at the time I wish I would I could have told her but like I said I'd like to have Kathy on the show and my mother's name is Naomi so the mother uh, figure where she said N N or N A like Nancy that's Naomi um there's just a lot everything she said was right on so it was pretty cool long episode. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't realize I had so much to say, and I actually didn't realize that my reading with Kathy was so long. I was a a bit surprised by that, but we had some really good chemistry. I'm hoping maybe I'll have her on the show as well. I hope you enjoyed this today. Um, uh, You know, I hope you didn't mind me sharing some personal stuff with you. And like I said, just, you know, pray for me, guys. I mean, sometimes we even, even as Christians, we get a little lost along the way. But if we just keep seeking the Lord and seeking truth, I think we'll get there. But um, it's it's a interesting life sometimes. You guys have a wonderful evening or day, wherever you are in the world. God bless you. Be safe. Take care. And I will be talking to you soon. And enjoy the beautiful piece of music I'm ending this with. Take care, guys. Mm